HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. So let's eat in on Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Kathy Arway, and today's show is brought to you by Whole Foods. Um, we're here at Roberta's Pizza in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Um, today's guests, are you guys okay? Got yeah. your headphones on? All right. <laughs> it was really loud all, for a second. Yeah, oh. <laughs> so my booming voice is uh, killing these guys. Um, but we have Shelly Rogers, the director of What's Organic About Organic. Hi. Thanks so much for coming here today. Thanks for inviting us. Also, we have Anna Sophia Jones, director of Fresh. Hi. Thanks so much for being here. And on the line, we have Catherine Gunn, the director of What's on Your Plate. Hi, Catherine. Hey, thanks so much for joining us from afar. What city are you in right now? I'm in New York City. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) hey. I'm right here in New York City. Okay. Well, thanks so much. So, you guys are all going to be tomorrow um, at Hungry Filmmakers at Anthology Film Archives. Um, and I can't wait to see the discussions that we'll have afterwards um, with the panel presentation, with the filmmakers. Um, Carrie Truman from Eating Liberal- Liberally is uh, going to be moderating it. And uh, it should be a really good time. They have four other films other than Anna's and uh, Catherine's. And like um, actually program. three other. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Five so, total. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shelley is also the co co-curator um, curator co-host and we showed um what's organic about organic at the last hungry filmmakers um we didn't really know it was going to be a huge you know six i you know huge response we hoped it would be a there'd be a good response to it and we didn't think it would be an ongoing series but so many people came to us and said hey let's let's do this again there's so many other films have you heard of this and this and this and we were like why not this would be really great yeah and Jimmy said, you know, in his 15 years of planning food events that he'd never seen the response that he saw for Hungry Filmmakers. So that's amazing. just made sense to keep doing it. Yeah. And, you know, it speaks to, uh, I don't know, is there a food documentary renaissance going on or is it <laughs> just me? Catherine, you got any ideas on that? It seems like it. when we started making What's on Your Plate a few years ago, Omnivore's Dilemma had just come out and there was Super Size Me. There was The Real Dirt on Farmer John, and a couple others were just starting to happen around then, and now it's incredible. I mean, they had a trailer, a food movies trailer competition yeah. online last year. 
that I'm sure you guys knew about. But I was just like, that. that's a lot of food movies. It is, and there seems to be a little overlap, but I, for the most part... Yeah, I have a question for you filmmakers. You know, how do you... How has it affected your process as a and distributing and and garnering support for your films, um, knowing that there's you know there's a not, a lot out there, but you know they all seem to have their own thread or their own you know voice of distinction. Uh, but how what has it been like for you guys? I think having the movies work together and work one off another is really important. I think supporting each other not only as filmmakers but. We've made these movies because it, the issues are important. We want to make change, and so working together can only help further that change. So for me, it's been really about recognizing what is distinct in each piece or the pieces that I know about and letting them work together and not, you know, having generalists say they're all the same, you know, and making sure that you get, I think, fresh and what's on your plate played together in Hunt's Point last month, and I thought that was a really nice combination. Um, you know, they're, they all do have a lot of differences. Not None of the others, as far as I know, are targeted to children, which is really what our niche has been, Right, is to have it be specific to families, something that people can go to Food Inc. or something like that and come out and say, okay, but now how do I motivate my kids because I can't show them that terrifying film. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. And then they can watch something sort of more optimistic and hopeful and kid-focused. Yeah. Well, and the food food movement is such a big big thing and there's so many different caveats and and parts of it to explore and understand so i think I'm and glad. imagine if you were making a, a romantic comedy and somebody said but there's already three romantic comedies exactly. here <laughs> <laughs> you know it's 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 the themes uh, the themes are universal you know i think i mean i i, I don't want to project but i i bet most of us feel that in some ways we're not talking about food you know we're, we're talking about some something even more essential uh, or maybe food is is the most essential way to talk about all the other things we're really care about so you know yeah there's other movies about food and 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 that's great because i i think that that i think what it's it says is that people have um the interest that people have in those movies because there could be a lot of movies and, and no interest i think that there's a reason why those two are coming together is that people are really using food as an entry point to discuss uh, uh what's happening in their lives in their community in mm -hmm. their conscience um and you know, I, I don't see any, I, I mean, I agree with what you said about, you know, I think on the contrary, we have to work together and because and, we really uh, have the same goal. But I think also just as a filmmaker, not as an activist, you know, my answer is just like, yeah, you know, the, mm -hmm. the, the themes are universal. That's why, you know, we're making these movies. That's mm -hmm. a really good point about talking about food as a launching point for exploring other things going on. Um, it kind of reminds me of... Uh, Anna LaPay's upcoming book uh, about climate change mm -hmm. and how the food um, industrial agriculture is contributing to that. There was actually a film um, at our last Hungry Filmmakers by Sarah Grady that explored that subject, and mm -hmm. Anna LaPay was moderating that one. Well, you know, it's... Mm -hmm. it's sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. It's, 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 this is how I started uh, making Fresh, actually. It was looking at climate change and feeling so incredibly um, hopeless and and helpless. And uh, that those feelings uh, within me made me paralyze me, you know, like, what's the point in recycling or turning off the light when, you know, uh, apparently a million new people are going to own car next year, or I don't know the numbers, but like, you know, when uh, there's a new factory each day that's being built, you know, like that, you feel like your actions, uh, your individual actions are so meaningless, um, so disconnected. And yet, it's impossible that we are separate from the world, you know, we are clearly creating the reality that we live in. And yet, it's incredibly hard 
hard to feel that way anymore. So I started fresh actually looking at, at global warming and, and thinking, well, what can I do to f- make myself feel that, um, that I need to take action? And then slowly, slowly, I realized that food was not only the microcosmos of all the problems, which is probably what Anna Lape um, discusses in our, 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 our book showing, you know, the, the, the reliance on oil and, and Health, uh, the water, etc. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also um, very much a microcosmos of the solution. I think our movies are kind of, I think, exemplifying that. It's so incredibly diverse and, and, and vibrant and innovative and grassroots, etc. I mean, yeah. it, there's really so much going on there that I think, uh, and, it, and it's, it's so intimate, food is so intimate that you can really see how your action can have an impact. Yeah, and I feel like there's so much room for education too because, you know, I just, on my way over here today, I read an email about how the Sara Lee, the bread Cupcake, company, yeah. yeah, is has is marketing this new eco grain. Oh. As, oh, no. And they're like, you know, apparently, you know, they're adding this value added product, eco grain, that is apparently, um, you know, they're the farmers who grow that grain are using only 15% less synthetic fertilizers. What? But really, they're only including 20% of that grain in each loaf that's marketed as this eco grain. So, so it's confusing. like, you know, the, the companies are getting it that that people are interested in this oh, and they absolutely. want this food. They want to do something that's going to make a difference and you know but then there's people out there to exploit that desire and, and, to, that and to profit well, from it. Great, there could be a whole film yeah. just about yeah. it, companies exploiting you know, the tasting yeah, got, got um, um, you know slapped with a legal charge because they were advertising their chicken as non um, high, what's it called ah, you know when they they're <laughs> no given hormone. high Hormones, yeah, as anti, you know, yeah. so no and then yeah, and then growth hormones, and um, they they were totally lying. <laughs> so, the, but it went, you know, under under the radar, the radar yeah. for the most part. Well, that's why I agree that these films are about things that are so much bigger. Because one of the main things that comes out of our film for the kids is just them being empowered to ask questions and to read between the lines and yeah. to learn that they need to look at things. I mean, they've. There's so much on the cutting room floor, but just in the process of making them, the girls would say, oh, we found out that on the cover of the cereal box, the frothy milk is actually dishwashing liquid, just suds up because then it looks all sud. And and they just realize that you can't look at, I mean, these new Monsanto ads are so outrageous. Yes, Sara Lee, farm fresh. I think I saw that on lettuce. They're horrifying. So I think teaching people to be more educated consumers, not necessarily about food, but just in general in their lives. I think we are, we are in a culture where we believe everything we see, you know, so, and it's, 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 it is definitely about kind of, you know, what, what you're trying to teach your children and children in general. It's also adults. We have to, Mm -hmm. to learn to be more um, discerning. But I think that, that, you know, every single person I, I uh, interviewed in my documentary um, talked about uh, the fact that it's about relationship. And I think that that really uh, mm-hmm. touched, uh, accorded mm-hmm. me that, um, you know, yes, I'm going to continue f- shopping at the supermarket and therefore I need to read labels and I need to start mm-hmm. understanding and how to navigate all of this marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, but but really, um, the only way that we can, we're going to have uh, uh, an accountable and transparent system is when we have less steps between us and the providers. And I think that, again, it's about relationship. Right. I mean, I'm not going to know my coffee farmers. <laughs> I might once in a while go to the farmer's market mm-hmm. or I might actually go and visit a farm and know one of my farmers. But uh, there, there is certainly 
um, some some products that I'm not going to know my farmers or the or the artisan that are making the 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 food, but um, I can know the and 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 trust the people that certify it as being fair trade or direct trade. I can trust the store that makes that research and actually mm-hmm. brings uh, these products in. And I think right. if there is one level of, of relationship of trust, um, th- that goes a long way. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that I totally agree with you, but I think also that we need to make sure that eco labels are transparent and what does that mean and who's verifying and and how can we support those and farmers what's organic who are... about organic sometimes <laughs> right. seriously it's, it's right misleading sometimes yeah although i mean you know again with certifications um so you know that's what happened with with uh, uh the federal organic uh certification i think uh, uh um, the meaning is was it was very well meant right uh, to try to to un- to have uh, standards for uh, uh, for organic, uh, but it's you know also um, and I think it's, it's I think it's been positive overall. But but uh, f- many people feel that it's also watered down the meaning of organic and and it's uh, uh, put a lot of farmers in a difficult situation. So I think that that it's it's important to have uh, standards, uh, both federal and and maybe some third party certification that are not uh, a government. Uh, uh, um, certified, but there's still, you know, third-party certification. But I think that that's, um, there's always, the more, basically, the, the, stem the same point, like the more distant it is from us, the more likely it, it loses its impact. Right. It's So, um, I, I, you know, Anna, that was really interesting that you mentioned you got into making fresh because you're concerned about, you know, global climate change, which is, uh, I didn't know that beforehand. Um Catherine, what made you decide to make what's on your plate? Was it the children? Let's remember the children kind of angle? or Well, it was being a mom. I have mm-hmm. four kids, and the oldest one, who has a genetic high cholesterol problem, was um, had just become a vegetarian, like many kids in her class, and her teacher, which was interesting, at the public school on the Lower East Side. And then she was also about, she and her friends were about to start middle school, which meant they'd be walking by themselves and buying their own snacks. And... I just realized that she, you know, like anything I did in parenting, that she really needed to know why she was, why she needed to make certain decisions instead of just because I was telling her. So I realized that the best way was to get her to ask the questions so that she'd actually see the information, which in the end is why we made the film so that families could watch it together, parents and kids, because parents can tell the kids all they want to tell them. (laughs) But until kids have their own true sense of why they're making a choice, they're, they're, it's not going to mean anything, and right. they're not going to go to it when they have to make that decision. Right, start your own. food education early. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, just or just give them, you know, give them that questioning tool again. Coming back to the sense that it's about a much bigger issue is just, you know, people often the first question or comment after screenings, people say, you know, this movie's about food, but it's really about family. You know, because there's gotcha. just this sense of we want to cook together, we want to eat together. What does it mean? And which is well, I think, Anna, you were saying that, you know, it comes down to what is what is so fundamental about food. Mm-hmm. And the fact is it's something we all share. We all have to do it. You know, if I don't want to watch TV, I don't have to watch TV. If I don't want to drive a car, I don't have to drive a car, use a computer. But I have to eat. So, you know, we all have that in common. And we all make those choices all the time, even if some of them aren't as educated or aren't as thoughtful. The more mindful we are about those things, the better off the whole world's going to be, you know, the planet, the community, the family. And, you so, know, 
family time usually involves having a meal together, and yeah. a lot of people have been have been lamenting that that's been decreasing in this day and age of workaholism and right. so forth. So, well, and just the convenience, as Anna LaPay says in the movie, you know, it's because the girls say, why do people keep making things that are bad for us? We don't get it. And she says, I don't think they're sitting there saying, let's make something bad. But what they are doing is exploiting the sense of convenience and speed. And so they make something microwavable and they say, look, quick, it's all done. It's all done. And, you know, I, don't, I, I think that Michael Pollan's done a nice job of not making it sound like, oh, we want to go back to, you know, pioneer days where, you know, hunter-gatherer days where our entire time is spent finding our food and preparing our food and eating our food. You know, but we do want to have a sense of family and a sense of time and a sense of quality of life um, for ourselves and for the planet because it's what has gotten us into the problem in the first place. More cars, faster, faster, bigger, yeah. stronger. You know, and it's just taking a step back. John Eichert in, in, in the movie talks about like how, um, and I don't, know if, I don't even know if that line is in the movie anymore, but uh, in, <laughs> in the longer unedited um, answer that he, to my question, he, he was talking about how, um, you know, we human beings, we find something that works and then we just apply it to everything and we go too far with it. You know, it's like yeah. convenience is great, you know, like I'm right. a big proponent. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. But I think we've gone to a point, I think that's, what you're saying that um we've gone to a point where, where we actually the, we're no longer benefiting from the convenience actually it's taking away from something really essential in life it's like we think we need convenience so much that we forget yeah. that we enjoy socializing together in a meaningful mm -hmm. way we enjoy actually having connection with our food and stories behind our food we enjoy spending time together that's not rushed uh, or mm -hmm. you know kind of in our individual computer rooms mm -hmm. tv mm -hmm. set you know that actually there is something really important in communing communing mm -hmm. together so absolutely it's community it's exactly. building community um so I, I, we're just going to take a quick musical break shall i think you pick the song oh yeah <laughs> all right we'll be right back bonnie Wright. nice let me be your blender baby don't you know i can whip chop and puree This is Let's Eat In, and that was a great musical interlude, um, chosen by Shelley Rogers, one of our three guests today. Um, she's the director of What's Organic About Organic. Um, we also have Anna Sophia Jones, director of Fresh, and Catherine Gund on the line from uh, the director of What's On Your Plate. Today's show is brought to you by Whole Foods again, and you can actually call in and talk to these guys if you'd like. The number is 718 2 9721472128. You might um, want to print that. 718-497-2128. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whew, it's been a long week. Actually, um, <laughs> yeah, why don't you tell speaking, us about your book? Oh, thanks so much. You know, speaking of eating in and finding time to slow down, you know, look at your food <laughs> before eating it. Um, maybe cook it too. Um, today kicks off the week of eating in, which is a project that um 
the Huffington Post editors and myself decide to launch. Um, we're trying to encourage people to see if they can eat in for a week and cook everything and see what will happen also, what discoveries you'll make. Will you save a lot more waste? Will you just become more aware of your food choices and so forth? Will you eat a lot of cereals? <laughs> Will you save money? Will you save money? Save Absolutely. Money. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's in conjunction with the launch of my book called uh, The Art of Eating In. And that, that just came out in stores on Thursday. So, uh, yeah, today um, I'm eating in straight. I have my lunch right here in this tote bag, an insulated tote bag. <laughs> it's really handy. Uh, and we'll see how it goes. It's going to be a really busy week. <laughs> but um, oh, I wanted to talk about um, with Oscars coming up and, and you, you know, you guys all have such great films. How excited or, you know, what did you think of seeing uh, Food Inc. up there for Best Documentary? I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll help help all of our films, you know, ultimately somewhere down the road that, that they're increasing awareness of the issues. And, you know, they have the the marketing power behind them to reach a really wide audience, which is really good. I mean, on some level, I think it's it's great also because it leaves room for, for films like ours to lift people up after mm-hmm. that one kind of really, you know, is... is you know, pretty disturbing right. <laughs> um, yeah. to, um, to put it mildly. Totally. But I feel the more people are talking about the issues, the more aware they are of them, that a documentary that's about this kind of subject could, could be in the academies is incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's not a Monsanto produced film. It's not, you know, it's so in that yeah. sense, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. I yeah, just think that the movement has come a long way. I think what Michelle Obama's done has been really valuable. And I and yeah. I agree that people, people it makes them hungry for the issue, and they're going to look into more resources, more tools, and they're going to find a lot of other films and things like that. I hope so. I hope that they'll you know come and discover books, films, and on this subject because yeah. you know one source can't be the end all be all. Right. And I feel like a lot of people have seen who have seen Food Inc. It, they've you know said things like it changed their life. So um, if that's what happened to you guys, then then dig into it some further. I and, remember and check out our our website, the Hungry Filmmakers website, because we have links to all of our featured films, and that might be a good um, stopping point to to get going on m- more exploring other films. Yeah, you know, and it's also about community getting together and seeing these filmmakers, and we're just, I'm just so. I'm so thrilled that uh, you guys can come to this event and talk more about these subjects there. Yeah, I think it's really cool that we're going to be able to, you know, I think a lot of film events are, you know, they show the films and that's great. And that's like the beauty of a film is that you can show it without the director being there. But it's really great that we're going to get all of the directors or, or at least representatives from each of the film together to really talk about what their process was like and what they've learned and how. And just seeing you guys talk too. I mean, you and Anna have been going nonstop talking about <laughs> regulation Can't and who knows what else is going on um, before we were on, on air. Um, and it's clearly there's a lot of issues um, and not just, you know, talking about the food, but also filmmaking, the process, the creative process that the challenges the challenges <laughs> of course so yeah, i think yeah. that's the difference because you know we we um you're talking about community and and fresh has been out and out since uh 
May last year, um, and we've been out in a completely grassroots way. Basically, we, we've made the movie available uh, to both individuals and organizations to show within a community, and we've provided a lot of support uh, to uh, people purchasing a license, uh, uh, trying to to help them uh, organize a panel discussion with local farmers and experts and, and activists in their community, because really the idea is to connect people with not only like-minded folks, because it's hard to change on your own, but also with information in, on what's going Going on in your community, mm-hmm. and even now that we're gonna um, come out theatrically uh, uh, this spring. Oh, congratulations! Um, thank you. Yeah, we're the, 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 we've had such an amazing response in our um, grassroots outreach that we've decided to take it theatrical, mostly so that we could keep reaching a larger and larger audience, and. But we're keeping completely our grassroots model. So like even in our theatrical uh, opening or, or uh, release, we'll have a lot of grassroots events. And, and we've been calling them fresh weeks or fresh events. And the mm-hmm. idea is really to highlight or celebrate what's happening locally and make sure that the local food community is involved um, and takes advantage of the movie and whatever press we're able to gather to bring attention to what they're doing. And I think this is why we all feel that like feel that what's happening with Food Inc. is positive because I think we're activists we did these movies because we 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 care about the issues and we're just hoping at least i'm i'm speaking for myself now we're definitely hoping that that the movie can be a platform for change not just a success for its own sake but you know very much uh mm-hmm. and clearly you guys are feel the same way since you're doing you know hungry filmmaker and you're sharing what other people are doing and mm-hmm. um i think that that's the the well, I'd love to be involved. That's so yeah. sad. <laughs> and um, Catherine, will you tell us about your um, broadcast, your television broadcast, and what you guys are doing with what's on your plate? Yeah, last week, um, Discovery, or I guess it was two weeks now, Discovery played, I think they played it, Discovery's Planet Green played it about every eight hours. Wow, for a week. that's so great. It was at 3 a.m. and then 1 p.m. And then a couple times it hit right on a really great time, including Sunday at 2. So we made a family cooking action kit toolkit and then encourage people kit? to That's yeah it's up. online you can go our website is what's on your plate project.org um because what's on your plate.com is owned by mcdonald's <laughs> wow um no kidding but what's on your plate project.org and we have a screenings map we have a great blog that a lot of folks who are in the office work on um games. we have some resources we have a couple of games we have um uh, your voice section that is a place for people to give feedback. Um, but within that, um, what was I going to say? Oh, so the the cook-in toolkit is on there, the family cook-in toolkit, and it just and we've now made a more generalized version, which we'll post soon. That isn't linked to the Discovery broadcast, but just says watch the film, um, make dinner with the kids, and you know do these few activities that we've included here, and then and then eat dinner together and sit down and have family time like we were talking about earlier. And then there's some other actions that go from the political, you know, uh, policy issues to things like grow something that you eat, whether it's basil or tomatoes or oh, something. that's so fun. Um, and it's right on there. And, so, uh, yeah, so, so that's been really good. We're doing educational and um, screenings and sales now and community-based screenings and sales. And then in September it will be available for home video for families, and we're hoping to have two accompanying books with it. Wow. What's more Eden friendly than a home video? <laughs> I know. <laughs> what? I mean, but popcorn I love that and idea, movie theaters? You know, Forget it. <laughs> with what? Oh, you know, just the, oh, gosh, popcorn and movie theaters is right. like one of the... <laughs> 
strangest processed foods. It is. <laughs> but I like the idea of, of, you know, this eat-in for the week and, and actually talking about what you brought in your tote bag or whatever for lunch because what I'm finding is that people want really practical answers. They say, mm-hmm. you know, my kids are athletes. They have a Absolutely. game at 10 and a game at 2. What do I feed them that morning and what do I give them in the middle? They don't want to hear about goji berries and this and that. Oh, they want to hear it's... like, what, what right. if I'm not going to give them an energy bar and a Gatorade, what should I feed them? And when I say, you know, we do raisins and nuts, we do apples and peanut butter, we do cheese or, you know, like different examples of things that are real, that are practical, like how do you pack the lunch and we get these little canteens and we just take leftovers from the night before and put them in so that they don't have a sandwich every day, they don't have a bag of chips, you know, they have their um, little steel bottles so that they can bring their own water instead of having a juice or a soda or something like that. And if you actually make things really practical and real, I think that people will do it. Because yeah. it is about habit and what we've just been doing and what the media is bombarding us with, which is that you're supposed to buy a juice box and buy a pack of chips. And that's yeah, what we, have to, we have to unlearn a lot of, uh, uh, of habits that are, that, yeah. are very, that are practical. They're convenient. And convenient. So, yeah. Absolutely. So that's what to. the week of eating in is actually all about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just educating and coming up with simple recipes. And mm-hmm. that's what we're doing. Um, yeah, I, I just did two posts about essential things to have in your cookware collection or you mm-hmm. know, just keeping a minimal list, and mm-hmm. we'll be blogging th- about that throughout the week. We, ac- we actually have some guest bloggers, too, joining us, mm-hmm. like Brian Terry, who's oh, on the cool. cover of the poster yeah, for Hungry a, Filmmakers. In it's case a still in your film, what's Catherine. on your plate. He yeah. actually cooks with the kids at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah he's a great cook. Um, and yeah. Anna LePay is going to be guest blogging. Mm-hmm. We great. have some other folks, and... Tell yeah, us again the name of the, the URL for your blog. Uh, it's, well, my blog, you could check it out at theartofeatingin.com. Also on Huffington Post green page, go to the Week of Eating In. There's been uh, there's been like 1,500 or so more um, people, just regular people, have pledged to take this week. And I can't see wait to see what happens and what they do. Can you get in today even if you haven't started yet? Absolutely. Okay, good. Today's the first day. Mm-hmm. I didn't bring my lunch. <laughs> so do you guys cook a lot? I, you know, it sounds yeah. like you probably do. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much every meal. Yeah. That's amazing because I know you're crazy busy running around and probably. Well, I feel like for me, I, I like, uh, I work from my apartment. And so I have folks who come over and work with me and, and, you know, it's much cheaper you know i operate on a really tiny budget and so it's a lot better if i can feed my crew something that i've cooked rather than us all go out and spend ten dollars each for lunch yeah what happened to the work family meal yeah and i think it's really important Mm -hmm. for our crew you know to just like have a moment to not be necessarily talking about okay what's next what are we doing blah 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 blah, Mm -hmm. but just sit and have a meal together and that's so much more beneficial um you know for your diet too and I'm, i'm sure you guys I, I know you live in the, like the East Village, which is temptation all around for, t- for takeout. So mm-hmm. you know it's it's harder for some. Uh, Anna, what's what's your favorite thing well, to have, cook? Well, I so I have a six months old daughter, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, uh, she doesn't. She's not eating yet. I mean, a little bit. I cook a little. Uh, you know, steam steam <laughs> vegetables. Now she's starting. Um, but um, I guess you know, very similar. I've I've worked a lot from home, and and I think it. To me, at least, it, it, it helps uh, cook more because there's um, 
uh, I don't have to worry, for instance, about bringing my lunch. You know, I just mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, I, I try to make good. really, really simple stuff. Um, yeah. And you know, for me also, cooking can simply mean like I cut a fruit in the morning and add some yogurt. You know, like that. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's I just I just try to choose my my food carefully. Um, it can mean you know just having good bread at lunch and and just a few sides that you know some of them might be the leftover from last night. And then you know my 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 partner is Israeli, so he loves uh, trina uh, tahini. Mm-hmm. And uh, tahini is really uh, nutritious and full of protein, and so I have a lot of that, you know. But Ooh, I'm, you know, like and he makes idea. like he makes huge <laughs> soup, you know. Like we we have a lot of people over. We love yeah. to to have people come over, and but I don't have the we don't have the time um, to make complicated meals. So we often make you know kind of a big plate of rice with everything we can think <laughs> of inside, and mm-hmm. so simple. I would say like tasty but very simple it dishes. Sounds tasty. It does. So we just have one more minute left. Catherine, did you have anything to add to that? Uh, um, I yummy? would just say with kids that, you know, letting them have a choice in what they eat and what they make. And so one of the things that we like to do is tacos because then you can just put all the stuff oh, on the table fun. and everybody makes their own thing. Or Less work you for can, you, too. Yeah, cause then, and you don't have to decide and then you don't have to sit there and nag them to eat it because they put on what they like. So you put out lettuce and tomatoes and corn and cheese and you know, whatever kind of vegetarian or meat-based something that you want to stick in the middle. And then they can just kind of talk and make their thing. And it works with salads, too. I think just letting them have more role. And and it goes for adults, too. The more that we cook, the more we're going to enjoy those meals than if we just order and take a few bites and send it back. Yeah, I'm totally into the make-it-yourself Mm-hmm. food dinner parties Anna yeah. did you have yeah. one more thing you want to say or? yeah actually we, we're we're looking for volunteers okay <laughs> since we're coming out theatrically and we're making an incredible grassroots effort to go with the theatrical release we're looking for people to help us out so uh, check out our site freshthemovie.com um, we have a page with uh, job and, and internship slash volunteer opportunities uh, contact me Anna ANA at freshthemovie.com um, or just you know check us out when we when we're Great. Uh, I can't wait. Count me in, too. Um, so that's that's Anna's site. We also have What's Organic About It? Organic? Yeah. Dot? No, it's actually What's Organic org. Gotcha. And we're going to be releasing um, in April as well and doing some, you know, DVDs and grassroots screenings. And, you oh, know, wow. we're, we're in our infancy. So Anna's way, okay. like in a, a one year old. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can say mama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, once again, what's on your plate.org. Um, what's on your plate project. Ah, darn it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> you guys are better. But, you know, <laughs> I hate to cut this off. You guys are so amazing. Know, don't we have an hour? But we do. <laughs> no. Sorry. Uh, we're going over. But tomorrow, uh, hungryfilmmakers.blogspot.com. Come by the film ar- um, anthology, anthology film archives tomorrow at 7. Um, Actually, on- doors open at 6.30. Right. But it's, it starts at 7. So and, get there uh, a little early. We can have more discussion. And we have tickets available for sale. So come on by and, and we hopefully won't turn you away like last time. Yeah, <laughs> when we sold out in advance. So thanks again. Um, once again, uh, thanks to Heritage Radio Network, Jack Inslee and the producing booth and Whole Foods, uh, our sponsor, will be next week. And I'm your host, Kathy Ori. Thanks again. Thank, Thank you. you so thanks. much.